0: morning the process is black and white where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a entrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and
1: Devin. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. Wow, what, a, what, a, what a fun technical morning this was. Yeah. Uh, was kind of the kind hey i have a question for you right this monday um worry do do you do you worry and i guess the second part to that question would be if not why not
0: uh so i worry almost constantly um oh, okay yeah like well the- then if so why so <laughs> yeah um and I think that the reason that I do it, so actually, he described it in the book, um, where he was just like he, he at some point mentions that like some people imagine bad futures as like a as like a tool to uh, like maybe have an experience. I don't really know what it is, but I do it all the time. I. I worry about stuff, just vague stuff, all the time, and think about like worst possible outcomes, and get anxious about you know what about this thing or what about that. I just all the time. Um, don't know why I do it, <laughs> um, but it's it's sort of like my default, and I often will find myself like stopping and taking a deep breath and being like, none of this stuff that is going on in your head has anything to do with anything. So set it aside and move on. And so I, I then immediately do. But I definitely do it as like, a maybe it's a defense mechanism or a planning mechanism or something like that. But I do it almost subconsciously and uh, and then just sort of have to periodically realize that I'm doing it and shut it down.
1: I wonder if that, like you said, is more defense mechani- mechanism than it is actual worry. Because worry... And, and not that if everyone falls in this category, but like, I would never put you in a category of a, wor- a person that worries mainly because, um, it's kind of what we talked about with confidence, right? Like knowing that you can fix it. Like, I feel like worry. A lot of people that, you know, a genuine worry is like the uncertainty of, you know, just kind of, and, and we're talking more in life not a worry of like a new area. I'm just talking about like the way you live right now, your peace of mind and the peace that you live in right now in your life. Like I wouldn't take you as a worrier in that regard. Like even losing it all, if you lost it all a day, I don't think you would necessarily panic or, or necessarily worry as much just because I also feel like you you have a this sense of confidence that you could build it back up again. Yeah. And not not that there can't be a middle of that, but but I feel like there's definitely a confidence in you where it's like, and and also living within your means, also needing less, so that limits your worry, like wanting less, wanting yeah. less. Like I feel like worry is for like as you get older in life you you come to an understanding that there are certain things that we talk about all the time on this show you just can't control and the obstacles that come in front of you we're just going to you know let's let's see can we hurdle those and that most because like I said you're you're in a point in your life where like the wants are low You know what I mean? Like, I think not too long ago you were telling me how inexpensive your monthly expenses are to the point that, like, it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, like, I think there's this preparation that has happened over time in our lives, both of us, where, you know, worry just means something different. You know what I mean? It it, it just, it feels like something different, at least for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, I think your insight is right. I just think that the the stuff that I worry about, like I I don't I don't worry about keeping a roof over my head. Like yeah, like, that's what a, I mean. There's like, a right? lot. There's a huge set of security stuff that I don't worry about because yeah. I'm like, like if I lost my job, I'll just get a new job. Yeah. And like if I have to go like put cans on a shelf somewhere, I'll just go put cans on a shelf somewhere. Like I don't care. Like so there's this, there's a there's definitely a class of things that I do not concern myself with, even a little bit. And I yeah. think that that probably is
1: what you're sensing when you do no, totally confident stuff. Totally. So in, in, in this was a question someone asked me, so, so I'm actually, you know, throwing it back in the show. Cause it's just, I have to think about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't think i worry about really anything. Like, like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I worry about.
0: Well, I mean, like, like I, I know from our conversations that you, you worry about the, the future that you're raising your kids into. Yeah, like, are okay. they going to be yes, yes. W- like and specifically you have like a vision of who they're going to be, right? Yes, that's and fair. that they're going to yes. have like a level of independence, and so you're like almost in a constant state of, am I doing the right thing to create yes. them true. as independent people? So I think when that's I true. was, I think my response is actually similar, right? Like the stuff that I am focused on. I am in a constant state of like, okay, well, if I put this input in, what happens there? And that's what I think I'm maybe talking about when I say worry. Yeah. Like, but there's this entire other group of stuff. Like, you know, we we have one car now, right? Um, and if something happens to the one car, right? Like, if we got an accident or something, you know, something terrible happens, or you know, just the, maybe maybe the engine seizes up, right? We would have zero cars. And, one car is great because it saves us a bunch of money, but zero cars is not enough cars for us, right? Like we need one car. And uh, so if something happens now, right now, cars are hard to come by, right? So you'd have to like go through a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, I was worrying about it the other day, cause I was like, well, you know, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna, I'd have to buy a car at the top of the market, you know, at, at a high. And I do not like buying high, <laughs> you know? so. So the things that I concern myself with and that I worry with are like aligning those, you know, philosophical opinions. Values. Which is Ah. like, don't ever buy a car at an all time high. Just don't ever do that. Don't, it's a terrible choice. Instead, buy things that depreciate, typically depreciate in value when they're low,
1: right? Like those are the kinds of values that I have. So that's 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 the stuff I worry about. That's spot on. That's an awesome, you know, just insight there. I'm looking at it is that at a certain, you know, even probably from the beginning, like the only things that we truly worry about are the things that you know potentially could force us to go against what our values and principles are, and and that and as you grow older, certain values and principles tend to get more clear the more you know about yourself. So those worries are things that again when they when they're you know, me in terms of like maybe having to teach my kids, you know, maybe having things come up in their life that could put them in situations to challenge some of the things that I'm teaching and how I'm developing my kids. You know what I mean? Like that could be a worry. Like I'm hoping to develop leaders and my worry could be that one of my children might have a trouble seeing themselves as, as a leader. And how do I help them navigate and move through life in that regard? Yeah, that's the truth. You know, which is way different than when you think of the word worry. You normally are thinking about like, how's the light bill getting paid? How's this? Oh, man, we don't have any more money for the end of the month. And I'm down to my last $20. And like, I guess at a certain point in life, you eventually kind of move past that. Because even if I'm down to my last twenty dollars i'm not e i'm not worried about that you know what I mean like, like well because you're 20, also
0: never down to your last twenty dollars anymore right well like, tr- truthfully part, not. part of that is the is the interest in the the focus on you know it uh, you ever you know the movie three men and a baby mm mm-hmm. right it was it was a popular movie in like maybe nineteen eighty eight or something yeah, like that yeah. right and uh it, it takes place i think in New York. Mm-hmm. and it's three guys that are all 26 or 28 years old or 30 years old or whatever and they live in an apartment together you know and uh and i hear the way that people get anxious about money now and i think like hey man in, in 1988 it was reasonable to make a movie about three guys that live in an apartment together in new york because life is expensive and to make good financial choices means that you need to live with roommates at 28 in New York in 1988. Right. And my awareness of, look, I've been super fortunate in a lot of financial things that I had no business getting lucky in ways that I got lucky. Right. Sure. But also I've done a whole bunch of saving, <laughs> like, you know, there's a, also, I've like spent within my means in a lot of situations and like made some choices that worked out really well, you know? So, I guess what I'm trying to say is that generally the problem with people when they get to their last $20 is that they're not earning enough and they're spending too much. It's, it's those two things in concert. Um, and I've certainly solved the, the spending one and I've certainly solved the earning one. And if you're broke, that's the reason you're broke. It's because you're not earning enough and you're spending too much. <laughs> and you know, you, so you need strategies around that, that, that solve that problem, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And I think most people just, I, I don't think people find that information very accessible these days, you know? Yeah.
1: No, true, man. That's awesome, man. That, that, uh, great answer to the question. And, uh, yeah, we're, I, I think, uh, you know when it comes to worry and it's like you said it's all about what are your core values are and when those get challenged right you know that's the real
0: stuff right like that's the real that's the real uh that's the real challenge in life and like so it's interesting this week i made the video for jd right like i got that complete and sent it yes. off to him and uh and you know my customers like sort of entering stuff in and i'm visiting with him still a bunch i'll have to email him this week but You know, so like I'm going through all that stuff and uh, I'm, it's interesting to be like, I have all these other ideas, all these other business ideas that I'm excited about. Cause you know me, Uh I think of a business idea every five minutes, right? Yeah. And I'm very interested and excited about all those ideas. And I have one that I'm working on and I need to like focus and refine and do the work that's uninteresting, right? Like it's fun to start a thing it is way less fun to continue a thing, right? Like yeah. it's refinement, it's like, it's process, right? And it's hard to get yourself motivated for that process. And it's been interesting to see what I'm doing uh, on my own time. Like, am I pushing this business forward? Am I doing stuff that looks like work or is actually work? Like it took me a lot longer to get that video ready for JD. Like it should have become my immediate top priority, right? Cause it was like, Hey, can you, can, can I like, that should have been my immediate top priority. And I found other stuff to do instead. And I think that that was personally a failing, right? Like I came up small, I should have realized that this was my priority and that maybe I had, you know, whatever, reasons for not making it my top priority. But those reasons were made up reasons in my head. (laughs) They weren't, Mm -hmm. they weren't real rational, thoughtful reasons, I should have continued to be like, this is my top priority. Um, And I don't really know what I'm saying all that for other than I think that it's interesting, the way brains work, and the way that worry or priority or values or all those things work when you get something that's you know, like a clear signal, right? I got a clear signal from JD, I want to use the product or at least I'm interested in learning more, right? Um, And that should have become my top priority. And I found all sorts of reasons to do other stuff. Uh, That's a peculiar, that's a peculiar
1: reaction to that situation, don't you think? Yeah, well, I mean, I think procrastination is like, first of all, it's a real, it's a real thing it's a real thing yeah (laughs) i don't i honestly i don't know where it comes from because i'm the same way you know i I feel like um sense of purpose helps but that only helps like initially you know what i mean like i don't know about you like in the beginning you get that that sense of purpose and it drives you and then there's it's kind of like that ends up moving the fumes And you end up in a spot where like all right well what's what's gonna drive you now you know what i mean like you've seen it work you've seen someone use it you know like what drives the hunger for that individual thing that you're working on like what keeps you adding to that what keeps you building that and i told you like this whole year so far has been a year for us where we are in that same boat where it's like opportunity comes up we know it's there we did a little pop-up event and sold over 100 seasonings like like every time we're present we sell 100 seasons so we know that thing exists but we don't go back to it yeah
0: it's peculiar and from from the outside so it's this is interesting because you've been ahead of me in this business you know, go we mm-hmm. on on the page. It says go from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, right? And you've mm-hmm. been ahead of me on this, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to catch up now, right? Yes. Like now they got I got a real customer, right? And we're on different trajectories. You're direct to consumer. I'm software as a service, whatever. But you'll be ahead, and I'm sitting over here going like, Vernon, why are you doing anything other than hand selling spices and blogging about it and writing a newsletter like? And taking pictures and videos, like you need to be a direct to consumer brand. That's so obvious to me from over here. Yeah, but I bet you had I texted you on Wednesday, and been like, "Hey, I haven't made the the video for JD yet."
1: Oh, I said the, the same thing to you. Yeah, you I, to
0: turn I, around and said the same thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's that's a, that's peculiar. Yeah. It is, and it, and I think that's the beauty of the show is at least you keep we keep hearing it. And it and it and it helps us plug in, you know. And anyone who's listening, who's also, you know, in that entrepreneur stage, hopefully you hear the show. And it also keeps you at least thinking about making that video, with the hopes that eventually, yeah, you you make that video. You know what I mean? But but at least it'll keep you wanting to make that video, cause I'm I, I don't know I don't know. I thought that like you ha you have a big win, and i i, I thought that that big win is a thing that like would motivate you to just go all right, I'm doing it again next week and I learned quickly that every time we have a big win, we don't do it again next week well that's <laughs> a, that's a, that's
0: <laughs> interesting <laughs> I, I
1: I don't know why I have zero answer for it other than you know. I think if we I maybe think this, next if, Sunday your meeting should be about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, it's interesting. It, it keeps can, it keeps making it clearer and clearer and clearer why the people who take that win and 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 actually grow it to you know Yankee Candle. You ever listen to that guy's story? Sure. Making candles sure. in his bathtub, you know, working a normal job and then quitting. And then all of a sudden he quits his normal job, put all his in- energy in the candles, boom, Yankee Candle, you know, it pops out. You know you can go through all of these stories one by one of people who just said, "Fuck it, I quit. I'm built, I'm I'm doing this." Then they don't all turn successful, but if if you really have something, honestly, it feels like. That's something in order to get it to the next level, it it just feels like the natural progression to getting it, to working it like a job and putting more time into it. And that's the hurdles we're gonna have. It's like, how do we stay where we're at in this comfortable place far as having careers and doing really well in those. And then also, being able to focus on this other thing here, which is our business and our passion and, and work that maybe not equally, but close to equally because it's not enough time in a day. And that's the challenging part, man.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I've been thinking about like getting a to-do list going, right. Mm -hmm. Because I can sit down and I can work on a hundred things every day. Right. There's literally a hundred things that I could do today in, uh, you know, I'm going to have an hour to to spend on the app and I could do one of a hundred things. And because of that, you know, that, that luck uh, or or whatever you want to call it uh, of having all those choices, it's sort of paralyzing. Mm -hmm. And I often, I often pick the thing that I'm good at right and i'm like well i'll just do this because i'm kind of good at that and it, it is valuable i am moving it forward but i'm not actually moving it forward like there's like three really really important things that i have to do and i haven't done them yet like they're like up there in that level of jd important like make the video for jd levels of importance right like i need to make sure that um messaging is like locked down so that people could start using it right like i need to get that done because the customer's going to want to start using it like mm, two to three weeks, you know? So I need to get that done. And like, if JD signs on, I definitely need to get that done. Cause that's like the feature that now it works. It's I, I sent a text yesterday. It worked fine. Right. But it's like set up on a trial account. It's not official. Like, you know, dude, those are the yeah. things you got to get done. That's the real
1: value, you know? Yeah. So I guess. What could we walk away for the people that are listening? What what could be what type of advice or what type of things can we do for ourselves that we might be able to come back next week and talk about? You know what that was helpful.
0: Honestly, I think the the thing is to tune in next week, right? I think that I think that it's the understanding, right, that I think you said it a bunch of episodes ago, but you were like, you know, people People make a t-shirt and throw some words on it and then they're a fashion brand, but that's all they ever do, right? And you're like, that's not the businesses that I want involved in the community market. I want people that are further along than that in that they they know that it's about the second t-shirt, right? <laughs> like that's That was essentially your exact comment. And I think that we're both in the process of doing the second t-shirt right now, right?
1: yeah
0: yeah um and and maybe we're maybe it's the third t-shirt but still you know it's not that far along and we just need to accept that and keep moving forward
1: yeah seems seems like it to me at least there you go just keep chipping away make that list i might need to make a list too that that might be helpful
0: yeah it might be because maybe well because you know how like sometimes it like like i definitely do the get it easy bucket um philosophy when I build stuff right when at work I always like go for the all right let me get an easy bucket and get started and then I go right after the toughest thing right like, yeah. so I get the easy bucket to get started and then I go after the toughest thing that's always been my strategy and it's a really good one works for me I need to do it to my own business though. <laughs>
1: there you go yeah man so we had a uh, chapters uh 15 to 20 and uh oh my goodness yeah, we wait to find out how 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 plotting and
0: methodical Kathy is. She Kathy is, a, is she is a methodical wow. she,
1: dude. What an interesting character she is, huh? Yeah, she. I don't know if you watch Ozarks, but um, yes, she, yes. Okay, She's kinda, <laughs> she kind of yes. she kind of mm-hmm. reminds she kind of reminds me of like Wendy a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like like the pro- the progression of Wendy's character, where it was like. Oh, this, you know, she was sweet housewife who felt neglected by her husband, which led her to, you know, getting in an affair. And, like, there were all these, like, little teeny hints that this lady's crazy. But, it, but, but they just were little. You know, they just stayed little. And then before you know it, she's burning the house down with her parents in it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's Kathy. Like, it starts out with, like, there's this, you know, trauma, then these innocent little things where you're like, oh, she's a rough kid. You know, like, she enjoyed that beating. And, uh, you know what I mean? And then the next thing you know, she's burning a house down, man. And then off we go. Yeah. It was like Wendy season two. She's just off we go. Here she is. Dude, it's it's interesting what, what it kind of character. Also, I don't know if you caught
0: it, but in the middle, like, I think it was like chapter 16 or something, he was like, now that I'm looking back on Wendy or on Kathy, I wonder how much of what my understanding of her is true. Did you hear him say that?
1: In Wait, the, which character? In the narrator.
0: The narrator. The narrator was talking about uh, Kathy, and then now Kate, right? Um, yeah, I do remember that was,
1: scene. I'm trying to think. It was. It was it, nobody it was, who said it. Right?
0: No, was, it was. was it? it was the narrator. It was. He was like. He was like reflecting on the story that he's told so far. And he's like, I wonder if I actually know Kathy. And like if if yeah. this perception of Kathy that I have is true or if there's something else going on. And no, it's, totally. it was interesting to like, it shifted my whole view of him because he was, she's, she became much more methodical and much less just like a, a person who's trying to call. Well, Trump. I think
1: wasn't that the Wasn't that the, um the part of the book where, He was talking about when Sam was kinda when Sam was at the house and he was painting this picture of Kathy as this this evil. Not as like someone who's just been through trauma, but someone who has evil inside of her. Like legit evil. And I think that was the thing where he was where the right where John where Steinbeck was basically saying, like, you know, there's an evil inside of her. And I don't think we realize that we all this time we've been thinking cause and effect. We've been writing this story as cause and effect. She burnt her parents' house down because her dad whipped her and, you know, she just was a crazy kid who, you know, wanted all this money and and whatever, you know, and burnt her killed her parents over money and being just a kid who, you know, don't know how to handle discipline or whatever, right? Like that was like Kinda, the picture was was painted as like almost as though she's gonna be rich. She's never gonna kill again. She's gonna live happily ever after with her riches, right? Like, and then each story, there's this joy. She don't want the money. There's this joy of torture. Like this, this girl, and she's getting joy and appreciating the hurting people just like she's that's what satisfy, satisfies her like you would think Adam nurses her back to life you know loves her when no one else does and
0: gives her what's equivalent to millions
1: her, of dollars yes gives her the world and she doesn't even take anything from him like she in the shorts, him. she didn't she just shoots him at least <laughs> with nothing like with nothing. She shoots him and leaves with nothing and goes and works at a, at a brothel. Yeah. Like, wow. That's the thing that like, she's pure, like, so he's writing about evil. You know what I mean? He's writing for her character. Like her character is like, it's, is it's there to repre-
0: is there to represent that there's just some evil in the world? And yes. that you need to you need to be aware of like it, and that it's part of it, right? Just like I think there are people who are aloof like Adam, in yes. the world like that's kind of what he represents, and that there are people that are super super grounded like Charles and that's what he represents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like and there are dreamers and that's Sam and that's what he represents. Like I kind of think yeah. she's like yeah, this is what evil
1: looks like. Yeah, and sometimes. I, and and he it's awesome that he like, you know she's you know, with, with Faye, you know she's playing her. You know, yeah. like, even the way he's writing it, you know that she's 100% like of the time, setting you know. it up, man. <laughs> it, but still, for me, it's still, I'm listening, I'm like, well, maybe this is it. Maybe, maybe, like,
0: this, maybe this time it's different.
1: Maybe this time it's different. But then you gotta remind yourself, like, she killed her own mother and skipped away as the house was about to blow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, nah, I don't think so. It's not but different. what does she want though with Faye Like, what does she want? I don't. You know what I mean? Like, clearly, it's not necessarily money because she would just play nice and have the money. But she, she. Don't. Well, it's not
0: money because if she wanted money, if she was interested she in money, why would she Adam? have left Adam?
1: Exactly. So what does she want? That's the question. That and that and. I feel like has the story shifted? Is is this a Kathy's story the rest of the way? Like I'm I don't know. I'm curious.
0: So I think what she wants is self-direction. I think she because if you think about it, so far, Kathy has not been the boss of Kathy. Or has she? Well, she's been the she's she's been trying to become the boss of Kathy, right? She she tried to become independent and then her dad whipped her and then so she burnt burnt that whole situation down and then she tried to push the the guy in i guess it was Boston or New England wherever wherever they were mm-hmm. she tried mm-hmm. to push him out and like take his money but that didn't work out and then she ended up with Adam and that whole time she was injured and then pregnant and so i think that her goal is to be self-directed but maybe we'll find out
1: Any, any takers on, any, any takes on what chapter Kathy dies in? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not sure where everything's going. Like, uh, I think that Charles is coming out.
1: I I think so. I actually think, I I think Kathy dies by next week. I think she dies. Oh, all right. And I think. I think the boys carry on the second half of the book.
0: Well, I, th- I, g- I think the boy, wouldn't the boy be one of the narrators or would the boy be one of the narrator's father?
1: Wait, the young, the boys, the twins. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, cause you're writing. I can't story.
0: I okay. think, I think so that, or it's possible that I can't remember where the narrator comes from, but the narrator either comes from Adam and he's Adam's kids or Adam's kids' kids. Or it's from Sam. And I can't remember which side the narrator's from. So uh, that's another thing. Let's try to focus on that for the next week.
1: Yeah, and see yeah. if we can
0: remember where the narrator comes from.
1: So I, I, the boy's gotta be like this is I'm I'm excited. It's a great story, isn't it? it? Man. Yeah, it's so many freaking twists and turns. Like and oh the cat Kathy's character. Wow. What a yeah, frick! of time. Like she's, she's crazy. I, if I this, she's a serial killer. I yes, she's a serial something. She's psychotic, man. She's, she's like yeah. she's psychotic. Like yeah. even you know, here's a, here's a funny part of the book. Like this is how crazy, and I know this is a book, but I imagine it's written with some understanding of that time, but. That they could imagine selling, you know, flesh, right? And then, but also at the same thing, feeling disgusted by um, Kathy's like freaking BDM or whatever the hell that shit's called. Like her, her yeah, BDM, right? Or BD, BDM, whatever that crazy shit is with like the bondage, dominate. Yep. Like, yep. and then being like, I don't want to have any of that, you know, smut in my whorehouse. Like, really? Like, there's, there's, there's like, (laughs) there's etiquette in the type of whoring you could do. I think, I I really liked
0: that sort of like line in the story. Yeah, I did. Because it's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite things that often happens where you have like people of one variety join up with people of another variety and they have Similar, but different goals, right? Like, mm-hmm. so the bootlegger who's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to sell alcohol, hangs out with the Baptist who's like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to ban alcohol. And you mm-hmm. go like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see what's going on here. You help him out. He's helping you out sort of maybe unknowingly. So I, enjoy, I enjoyed that that part
1: mm. of the book for sure. Yeah, it was wild. I'm just like, mm-hmm. really? I, I couldn't help but to like stop in the middle of, <laughs> of that part and just be like, wait a minute. Did she just like shame one of her her one of the whores of the house because she was like choking and bondaging and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like doing like like really this there's, there's like, like that's morals? not it's
0: not the kind of thing that we do, no nope. Yeah, I was yeah. Say,
1: like there's morals and yeah. brothels. I yeah, guess there's funny. morals. morality lives in everything. In everything, yeah. yeah.
0: So uh where can people find us for next week?
1: Yeah, they can find us at uh the black and white dot com. And you can check us out by searching any of your social media platforms for the search the process black and white and we'll pop right up.
0: And it's uh twenty one to twenty five next week. So twenty one to twenty five. Right, let's
1: go, man. Talk. Right, next week. Have a great day.